hit the wrong thing. I'm sorry. And I just wanted to see oh, if you guys were going to say anything after a little while. Yeah, I thought we were like the hurt business. It was now. really funny. I'm like, they're not saying anything. Like, nobody's, no, they're just sitting there. Like, this is a normal thing. It was, like, we get new music. It was like, really. I, I, I thought maybe, yeah, exactly. Oh, no. I thought you were going to oh, I didn't no. know exactly what was going on all right, there. All right. Let, let me try that again. I kind of want to leave this part in. I was yeah. going to say, we're keeping this in, right? It was really funny. I like, so that's, that's how, that's the bed that plays the beginning of my own show every day. And I think I just, I, we have a new computer and I think it's just labeled as open. So I just hit open and the open played. It's just the wrong open. And I, I realized it immediately, but couldn't help but notice that you guys didn't. And I was like, well, I remember a million years ago, I was like, AJ, please make us a theme, a theme like of your original music. And I was like, oh my God, it finally. Well, happened. no, no, no. He did this. The, 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 the bed that we use is his. Like the R-Truth part. Yeah. But that's, but that's been around forever. I'm just, I, I meant. Oh, oh no. Since that. <laughs> no, we've always kind of decided that we wanted our truth music to be a part of it because, because that's part of our like identity of as course. a show. But how you know awesome what? Would it be Forget for it. We're not even playing the show open. We're not even playing it. I don't want to waste any more time. Welcome in. Hi. Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> it's episode number one of Jobbing Out. Now, you might think to yourself that's episode number one of 2021. No, it's episode number one as in apparently we might be having our first fight of 2021 on this show. And I'm excited for that, you guys. Oh, I'm super excited. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Brandon Linton. Um, uh, quickly, we all know what's going on in the world. We do pro wrestling here. Um, I think I speak on behalf of the boys. I personally am a big fan of democracy. I, uh, you guys, are you? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. yeah all right. No. All right. Fair enough. So just that's how I feel about that. And... Um, you know, if you're looking for more of that, I'm sure you're looking elsewhere. Uh, no idea if we'll have somebody join us this week or not. Aaron actually was uh, putting on his booking pants this week, but um, apparently what happens when he does that is we don't come up with anything. It's a, it's a really strange deal. deal. But we'll you see. You know what's going to happen. Like, in two weeks, we're going to have four guests. Hey, man, those, that's you know what? That's fine. That's the way it goes. Um, look, <laughs> there's plenty to talk about this week, including a lot of really good matches. Um Yeah. You know, I didn't even get to watch Wrestle Kingdom, so Aaron will tell us about that. There's there's plenty of things to discuss. But I said the least controversial thing in the history of, of the internet the other day, and Aaron wants to fight about it, so... Oh, boy, we gonna do that! Oh, boy! <sighs> Aaron? Oh, are, are we... Are, okay, I guess we're oh, gonna break it down this way, so... We're loading up. You bring okay. You, I I didn't realize. I thought this we were going to kind of talk and then get it. Nope. I don't okay. even know what we're talking nope. about. So oh, you, you know said, what we're talking about. You said that it is impossible for you to. Basically, you said Sting and Goldberg are the exact same That's thing. Not, no, no, no. Use the words. Use the words that I used. I, I think you said it is impossible to like Sting and dislike Goldberg. In or Sting, you should not not that it was impossible, but no, he basically I, said it was completely. He said if you if you have a problem with Goldberg, you can't like I will, Sting. I yes. will read okay. the I tell you what, boys, I'll read the tweet for you. All right. Yeah, read the tweet, please. Finally watch Raw. This was on Tuesday night when I finally watched Raw. There is zero room for you to love Sting in AEW and hate Goldberg in WWE. It cannot be rationalized. You have to acknowledge how unreasonable you are and think about why. There, there's it's one. It's not the same there, thing. But there's one. There is one thing that makes the Goldberg yeah, thing worse. It's completely different. No, no, no. Because Go ahead. one Go ahead. is potentially winning the title for the third time Aha. in four years. Instead, 
The other is actually worse than that, which is someone who's told you're told week in and week out is the most important person on the show, despite the fact they don't do anything. Despite the fact that they make the characters they're interacting with look like the dumbest humans on the face of the planet. The Sting thing was bad to begin with and has gotten worse because every week they want Taz and his gang to act like they don't know exactly what's about to happen despite the fact that it's literally the only thing they've done with Sting for a month since he arrived in the company. Sting is so much worse. Oh, well, plus, hold plus on, you're five the one guys. who completely well, wait, wait, wait. said why WrestleMania was ruined four years ago because Goldberg had the title. A hundred percent. important thing in the thing. A hundred percent. Correct. It completely fact, ruined a let, WrestleMania wait, wait. for you. You have to remember that he's not saying that's not bad, too. No, that's... No, no, I, I understand. I'm just saying that I do think there is a difference between someone winning a title over and over again. And by the way, this is potentially the third time he who has never lost when he's been a challenger. This is the third time we've gone through this. So we have to acknowledge that as crazy as it is, it is a very legitimate oh, possibility I don't doubt that, that he's going to win out of the Royal Rumble as the it's what, Aaron Universal or WWE champion. It's hot shit. They're both hot shit. You can't pretend like one it, is and the not, other but isn't. It's not the same thing. It's one is a champion, one's not. And so there is room. I don't like either, but there th is room to say. No, 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 no. You just, you just, no, repeat what you just said. I said one is worse. No, 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 no. Go, go, go to the first part of what you said. Aaron, go to the first part of what you said. Don't skip past worse. it. Say what the first part of that was. <laughs> I said, I said, there, what did you say? Worse, no, no, no. In my mind, it's very, you said, very, very Goldberg. Listen to me. You said, I don't like either. Yes. Those were your yes. words. There. You've disqualified yes. yourself. But I, and I'm saying there, but there is room to say one guy is the champion. There, and so, I'm going yes, to reread this sentence, difference. Aaron. There is, there is zero there room. Is absolutely room saying, to say listen to what on, I'm on. saying, There's Aaron. There's a difference between saying one's worse than the other and, and by the way, there is no separation. Okay. There's someone who like one of them. It's the same thing. No. Saying the, pushy, saying my, they're on the same level the same quote. Quote. You can't that possibly like My exact you quote. You can't possibly like one and not there like is the other. zero room for I you do, to no, love. I, I do think there is room. Listen, no, 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 Aaron. The same way that you can like Ric Flair coming out and who. Oh, you can like Ric Flair coming out. And You've watched AEW. Stuff, that's not, like that's not what's going team. on. They're <laughs> acting like he's the most important part of the show and he hasn't done anything. <laughs> but that's the thing. He hasn't done anything. And that's why if you just said, hey, by the way, you know, Sting's part of the company. He just sort of hangs around. It wouldn't be that bad. Instead, every week, and Sting's appearing to do nothing. Nothing. Uh, by the way, I like how they also advertised his run-in. Yes. <laughs> They I told mean, you it was happening. I mean, come on, everyone knows he's coming. And because it's so much worse, they're burying all of their own talent in the process. Yeah, yeah. To, by the way, to Glenn's point about the the Taz's gang looking stupid, they teased Sting coming out before the commercial, and then yeah, brought them out worse. there like they were gonna whoop Darby Allen's ass. They're the dumbest human beings that ever existed, and they they need to go seek therapy. They need to go they seek help. Beat the shit out of him for the ten minutes it takes Sting to get to the ring. Jesus Christ! Well, but that's a wrestling thing. Like, let's uh, if we have to complain about that, we have to complain about every. Well, we always complain about. Oh, we always complain about that. There is in zero WWE room for you to love Sting in AEW. Oh 
yeah. Zero room for you to love Sting. No room. I, I'm pushing back against. So, no, no, no. Okay, but chill out a You're, bit. You know where Glenn's coming from. Glenn's coming from a place where people are literally what? applauding. This. Oh yeah, no, I, he just I know. Posted where an I article where, where someone suggested Sting should win the championship. This, by the way, oh, this, well, that, is, this is going to get insane. But this is going to get into a different conversation, and we'll go back to Goldberg here in a second. My point is my point. You're trying to spin it into something else. No, my no, point, point is you said there is no room for you to like no. I read this, Aaron. Of the AEW, Aaron. I have read the tweet to you six times. You're trying to change it to something else every time. Read it again. There there is is zero. Let me finish it. Let me finish it. There is zero room for you to love Sting in AEW and hate Goldberg in WWE. I did not say there's zero there's zero difference between Goldberg and Sting. My point was incredibly clear. There is zero room for you to love Sting in AEW. If you're all in and think that Sting being in AEW is the greatest thing ever, you cannot hate Goldberg or the problem is you. You're the problem. You cannot love one and hate the other. That's impossible. You can't do it. Unless like, you like think what the you title started is the with, end Aaron, all be all of companies. Well, what you started with, Aaron, is accurate. You can say one's worse than the other, but you can't. And by say the way, one's I can't even agree with you right but, now but on I which did, one is but, worse than the other. There is a point that you know we can say makes the most important, and people would push back and they would say, "No, Kenny Omega is the most important thing on AEW right now. He's in the main event. They He's certainly didn't crossing. portray it that way." By the way, they've given. By the way, Sting's got way more attention in AEW than Gil- Goldberg's gotten in WWE. Don't try to yeah. pretend like that's not uh, true. Don't. I mean, Aaron, stop it. Yeah, he, he showed up. Like, we just do it. They're putting him in, in a high-profile spot on their pay, one of their I biggest under- pay-per-views of the year. But it's also the so one. So I, I don't Aaron, I don't think Aaron it's also the one where we've said a million times before that if there's a place to throw away a championship match, it's always at oh, the Royal and, and Rumble. That's the thing, and that's the other conversation I want, because I came in. Before you made that tweet, I was going to be like, I don't like it, but oh, it's I going hate to it. happen anywhere. I, I want it to be here. I hate it. It's terrible but i hate it equally as much as i hate the idea of people suddenly grasping on the idea that it's cool that there's a 61 year old man that's running around and doing nothing every week in aew i hate all of it it's all terrible and yes as brandon pointed out i i happen to go to cage side seats regularly i think right now it's the best wrestling blog on the planet just in terms of cons- yeah, of aggregation frankly it's all i'm looking for is aggregation give me i can't I can't take in everybody else's content. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're all doing wonderful content. I can't even take in all of our, our own content. I can't take in everybody else's content. Lord knows I'm watching enough wrestling during the week. I can't take on more wrestling content. So I need somebody to aggregate it all for me so I can go to one place and find it. And I happen to find this fucking unthinkable column that was written this past week about, uh, and, I, and I wish, this is, by the way, uh, wrestling media, the thing where you guys like hide who you are on the internet is really awful. Put your fucking name on these things that you write. It's so embarrassing that we use wrestling names when we write columns on the internet. <laughs> Who are you? I mean, my God. Is there a bigger group of people that do not understand who they are than than wrestling media types? Jesus. Or, or do they recognize it better than we do, and we're just giving cage side seats way too much credit? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to put over cage side <laughs> seats as being like break. All they do is just do a good job of giving me just 
typically just all of the information that I'm looking for in one place. Because again, I can't go to 15 different places to get my information because I don't have the time for that. Um, so I go and I'm just scrolling through as I do every week before the show. Believe it or not, I do a modicum of show prep. It's a modicum. Let me make that very clear. I think everybody knows that from having listened to the show. I do a very small amount of show prep to say, hmm, I wonder what's going on in the, the wrestling world. Is there something that perhaps I missed this week that I need to know about before Aaron brings it up and is wrong about it during the course of the show, right? <laughs> like, do I need to do that? So I, to, to be fair, you also have to watch nine hours of wrestling. It's insane. <laughs> like, on, it's, on, a, on a down week. And then they get it correct. <laughs> correct. Yes, I, I watched a lot more this week. A hundred percent. No doubt about that. So I need somewhere where it's all kind of put into one spot so I can see it. Okay, this is the place that I found. Other people find other things. So something called Manolo has pizzazz. I'm not kidding. That is the name of the author of this column at Cage Side Seats. We should just stop there. Manolo has pizzazz. Manolo has pizzazz as a regular writer for, and by the way, would have invited Manolo has pizzazz onto the show to deal with this shit, but I can't because I don't know who they are. I'm looking on, on Twitter right now, seeing if yeah. I can find this. Trust person. me, I tried it already, Aaron. Wait, how do you spell Manolo? M-A-N-O-L-O. Space. Has. Space. Pizzazz. Yeah, you how tell me. Come up on Twitter. Now, believe it or not, I couldn't find it either. Soccer. With a new year upon us, optimism is riding high. It's a good time to dream big and make wishes. So here's my wish list for AEW in 2021. Later on in the column, Hikaru Shida to run the table, or whatever her name is. I, I She used to be, they used to have a women's division on AEW, or they attempt, actually, you know what? I take that back. They never did. Um, they, they Now they do have a, a NWA women's division on AEW, but they'd actually yes, don't they actually do. they don't have their own uh, uh, women's division. Um, the first one that's on the list, Sting as world champ. Yes, I realize that Sting is AEW world champion sounds much better on paper than the execution would likely be. At wait, six, wait, what? <laughs> at 61 years of age, it is questionable whether or not Sting has what it takes to physically compete is at a high a level. I, 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 I would like to know. I would ask that if Manolo has pizzazz if I could find out a way to get in touch with whatever the fuck a Manolo has pizzazz is. Sorry, I'll get myself together. Probably not. I lied about that. <laughs> at 61 years of age, it is questionable whether or not Sting has what it takes to physically compete at a high level. Despite that, I still think it would be a great moment to see Sting reach the mountaintop one last time. It helps that Kenny Omega is so outlandish and over the top. Omega's cartoonish arrogance makes me want Sting to be the one to dethrone him. Plus, I'd like to see what the best bout machine could pull out of old Stinger. Is it questionable that he can compete? Is it, is it a question? I have well, no idea. I mean, I guess, I guess if you say they are all, you know, pre-taped matches and done that way, I guess they could technically compete. It's not questionable, though, is my point. We know what he can do. We, yeah, we We've saw We've done it. this already. Yes. Well, I, I, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We know what he can do, but I'm just saying, like, if you want to say that every single match he does, including a title match, is pre-taped and then done that way... Like, I guess technically it can happen. By the way, somehow number two on the list was worse. That's I'm, not well, possible. Oh, you oh. say, you say oh, that. Guess what number two on the list is? 
Goldberg Triple H should headline WrestleMania. Mm. No, no, this is just for AEW, remember. This oh, was this just, just what Manolo has pizzazz once for AEW in 2021. Uh, Cody, right? Not related to Cody. Uh, tell me. Oh, you know, I guess technically it is related to Cody. Oh, God Br- Brandy wins the women's title while pregnant? Number two on the list is Mike Tyson versus Shaquille oh, O'Neal. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yes, because that that's what we want. Now, again, I don't know anything about Manolo Has Pizzazz. Maybe Manolo Has Pizzazz is, is do, does these types of things on this website just to try to get a rise out of people. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't know anything uh, about uh, uh, anything at all. Um, the first three comments on the list are the following. No thanks. <laughs> the headline was a terrible idea, and then it got worse. <laughs> With all due respect, do you want AEW to become WCW? And to which I say back, that was posted by Edwin Seal. And to what I would say to Edwin Seal is, in what way are they currently different? <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think WCW would cross some of those lines. Yeah, how, how would you suggest that at the moment they're not the same thing? I mean, I, I trust me, I do. We'll talk about the end of this week's show. My point was very direct, Aaron. My point was extremely direct. There are people that truly love Sting being in AEW. And it's not really about Sting. It's about how much they're willing to just cap for AEW. To just say whatever AEW is, does is great. We love it because it's AEW doing it. And I don't know if you've heard they're not WWE. I think I mentioned this. Maybe we had a whole conversation about it every week that we've done this show. <laughs> <laughs> Those people exist. They're very real. They love Sting being in, in AEW. But to be fair, they would love literally anything that AEW did. They would, any shit that AEW gave them, they would love it because they've decided AEW is wrestling. It's rekindled my love for wrestling, AEW, despite the fact that AEW has done in the last 12 months things that are unquestionably worse than anything WWE has done. I hate Bill Goldberg. I hate not not as a person. God bless him. He's an accomplished performer. I, you know, I'm I'm indifferent. In fact, he's more Jewish than Aaron is. And so uh, I've, he's got that going for him. I liked him on the TV show, The Goldbergs. I thought he was quite good on that. I like Bill Goldberg. I hate Bill Goldberg showing back up on Raw and being a part of a championship picture. I hate it. Of course I hate it. If you have any thoughtful part of you as a professional wrestling fan, you should hate it. In the same way that you should hate AEW constructing a show around this idea of Sting being what matters. You should hate all of it. And you should be capable of saying that. And you shouldn't be worried about capping for one company versus another. We'll get to um, uh, the, the wonderful thing that, that John Huber's wife said this week later on in the program. Yeah. What happened on Monday night is unacceptable. But it's as equally unacceptable as the same shit you're being shoveled by the other company because they're all doing the same thing. Making money. And if you're not willing to say that, it speaks to, as my tweet pointed out, it speaks to you. You're the problem. If you're the one marking out for Sting while hating Goldberg, you need to look at yourself in the mirror. 
You're and one B if you like that Snoop Dogg segment. Same thing. I mean, I don't think it was harmful, but sure, I get it. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's the kind of thing they would crucify. Like, how many weeks do we have to hear people crucify the celebrity hosts and all that in WWE? And by the way, justifiably so. So in it, some cases, and I, I don't mean this. Cause I, by the way, ha- somehow I've managed to make the the god awful thing that WWE did this week all about AEW. That's on me. Like, yes. to be yes. fa- to be fair, but I stand by my point, right? Like, and I'm not letting WWE off the hook either. No, like, we will we will be talking about my that. my point is it's all shit. And yes, Brandon, I'm with you. Like that it's that's that's low rent and it sucks and it, it's really embarrassing. That the thing that was the obvious thing to do after what happened in pop culture over the last couple of weeks, which is simply stick Snoop Dogg behind a microphone and let him just say random things during the course of the night and don't fear what it is that he might say, they they couldn't even get that part right. They let right. him be which a, is which is weird because they had announced him as a comic. I, is, I is he coming you, back next week? I remember you saying that at one point. I never saw that. I never saw. All I, I, I ever saw, I saw, saw someone say Tony Khan said that. Like I, report I think Khan someone else just call. assumed that was what he was doing because it would be insane for that not to be what he was doing <laughs> after the Tyson fight. Like, it was, it was nuts that you would have Snoop Dogg show up and not do the thing that everybody on the internet loved. It would be crazy. So, of course, that's what... And I'm, I'm, I honest to God believe that people on the internet went with that and just made the assumption that was happening because I never actually saw anywhere that AEW was promoting that or advertising that. It's crazy that you would have Snoop Dogg be a part of something you were doing and not use it in the one way that would even make pop culture sense. Instead, it was a giant nothing, and that's fine, you know. Well, no, you, you forget about the the big pop culture thing he did, which was remix Cody's music. Ah, yes, <laughs> yes, that was the one everybody was waiting for. That was the big moment, the go big moment. Hey, I see what I did there. Um, look, we'll get back to more of what AEW what AEW did. Um, yeah. I I I don't have anything to say about the Goldberg thing. I don't. It's of course it's terrible. Of course. <laughs> It's awful. Of course, it's an abomination. Of course, it is not something that should be happening in professional wrestling in 2021. Aaron, as we talked about, as you just brought up again, yes, obviously, like we we've kind of identified Saudi Arabia as like the place that if you have to do this for money reasons, do it in Saudi Arabia. We can almost pretend like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Of course, when you have them win, it's worse. Well, yes. Um, I've got I've got two asterisks to all of that. The, the the one okay asterisk number one is you're stuck with two Goldberg matches a, a year now. But you did that to yourself. But no. But what I'm saying is that that's done. Like that's been done. So we know we have to navigate around that now. So right? so wait so wait a uh, you know well, hold eight on months until you there can have are, a crowd. But there are no there's no finite plan. What's what what's the word I'm looking for here? There's no guarantee they can go to Saudi Arabia. And that's probably what these were for, right? For the most part. Sure. And there's no guarantee that they're gonna get there. And so you gotta do them somewhere. That's one thing. Well, you don't have to do in the title match. Well, hold yeah, I I I get it, but here's the other thing I'm gonna say. Everything you say I agree with with the asterisks, and I'm gonna say the same thing I said last year. If Drew is winning. Okay. I mean, I don't love it, but if anyone needs a win like that, it's him. And I said the same thing about Bray Wyatt, and they didn't do it, and it made it a thousand times worse than it was. And if he, as long as Drew goes over, this is fine. 
I mean, I don't love it. I don't think he should be in a title match. But as Aaron built the case for a month that that should be a throwaway match to begin with. So we don't want to burn off anything real. Um, in that sense, the asterisk is if you can have, and I'll say the same thing as when he went over Lesnar. Like if you have Drew McIntyre going over what, you know, everybody considers a legend, that's a good picture to see, you know, that's something that they can put in video packages of him kicking Bill Goldberg in the face. So there is something positive to come out of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that part. Um, it It's not as bad. <laughs> like, I'll give you that. Um, but there's no purpose to doing professional wrestling with Bill Goldberg. And there's just there is nothing that can be gained outside of what we know, which is they want to make money and they think that it's going to make money. And, you know, it, well, what's it, really confusing is that they're going to do this when they know there's no fans. The report has come out already. They know they're not bringing fans in for the Rumble. So it's really confusing to me what the purpose of this is. I mean, they could still think that it gets people to register for the WWE Network. I mean, there is, there's, you know. It's, yeah, is, is, but, there any, is there any more value in putting him in the title picture than having him beat The Miz? Like, if we're assuming people are watching for Goldberg, I, I guess there are still people who view him that way. And who just want to see him do his entrance, spear, jackhammer, and win a match. You know, we, we saw this a few years ago at SummerSlam. He just did that for against Dolph Ziggler. And it was like, well, okay, Dolph Ziggler wasn't doing anything anyways. You got your little pop out of Goldberg. Right. Why are why are we putting him back in the title picture? Uh, and it, again, there is the one... So, so if you've done the reading on the reports this week, the reports are literally, obviously, this was not the plan. Of course, the plan was Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Um... But they just say they didn't have somebody ready to do a title program for yeah. Royal Rumble. That, that That's the reporting. Like, literally, this all was decided in the two days leading up to Monday night that they just so happened to say, we don't feel as though we have someone to run a program with. Now, the answer, of course, to all of that is, well, like, are, what are you waiting for to pull the trigger on Sheamus exactly? Like, well, what? Sheamus, or you have a guy with a briefcase in the Miz. Well, but that, but that's not a program. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, I mean, if if he won the title last night, right? There, then you're you saying know, that, that, that a rematch would be a program. Of course, I don't know if you've yes. heard there are no rematches any longer in WWE. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar <laughs> with that, Aaron. So sorry, that one has to be thrown out. That could never work. There are no rematches. One time. Every year, Raw versus SmackDown. That's the I don't make the rules. They're up there. You want me to get a ladder and go up and change the rules, Aaron? I don't think we have a ladder that big. So no, those rules cannot be changed. Um, look, I'm not trying to give you. I'm not giving them a pass. I'm not saying that's okay. And 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 I'm less. If the problem is that you're worried about the clock with the Miz, like I hear you. They, they clearly. Well, have, no, no. It, it's 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 not. I wouldn't want that again. I've I've been against a short term reign for Miz, but the idea that they have no program is is asinine. I don't disagree with that inherently. I think the Sheamus argument is stronger than the Miz sure. argument. The Sheamus argument. Well, there we go. There are multiple. The, the Sheamus argument is what are you what if if not now when <laughs> like what there's no way I I can't fathom that Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus is your WrestleMania main event. Are you are you? holding off on Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for post WrestleMania and well, Sheamus remember let's let's just remember one thing the Drew McIntyre match is not going to be the main event of WrestleMania whatever Roman Reigns is doing is going to be the main event Unless so it's Goldberg man there's a lot I of even think no or there's Brock no Lesnar. way what about Brock 
No, I think whatever I, yeah, Roman I don't, Reigns I don't, does is last. I don't know war, if I, I burn the show down. I, like I don't know if I agree with you. Yeah, how many times can you burn the world in which you can put anything on after Roman Reigns this year? Um, I'd have to think more about that as we get closer. You're probably right. You're right. They, you're right. They shouldn't. Yeah. I just have no faith that that's the reason I say that is because if that's the case, you could make the argument that Seamus could. Yeah. I disagree with that because they've still tried to have co-main events. They've still tried to have both of the main events be, or, or try main events. If you go back to New York, when we were there, they still try to have, all of those matches come off as main event. In the past, caliber. they've had like Sheamus, Daniel Bryan. They've yeah, had, but you're going back a ways for that. I mean, like you're. I'm, just, I'm saying in the past they've had a title match that was less spectacular. I, I, I understand. Than the other one. I I think that they have gotten out of that in recent years. Look, I'm not. I, I don't hate um, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. I don't, I mean, like they've, they've told a story that can be told. We all know it's coming at some point. Like it's, and, and they've got plenty of time to continue it. Right. Well. Like I'm, I'm not telling you I hate it. I just don't think they can credibly make that feel like a WrestleMania main if, event. If we're working under this assumption that it is, that this is to give Drew that, cause I, I don't think you're inherently wrong when you say that there is someone in that room who views this as a potentially big and, I don't want to say career making, but it gives Drew McIntyre a big boost. You don't give someone that big boost to put him back with Sheamus for WrestleMania. I I agree. I agree with that. So when are you doing it? Like when? Right. When? When are you doing? And then so that's the is, biggest. Is there is there a pay per view between? Sure. There there's Elimination Chamber and presumably one other. Are there two? There are two. Some sometimes they put that like beginning of March the. But I thought know, those are always like network. But I thought those are like always that. like network special types of deals that like we all kind of knew weren't really pay per views. No, I mean sometimes relevant things happen. I, I want to say Be- didn't Becky like win her spot back in the match in that yeah. one? And, mm-hmm. Like like little things do tend to happen in that one. Not necessarily huge things, but they do generally have. They had they had um Roman Reigns put his title shot on the line versus Daniel Bryan the one year. Tri- Triple H put his title in line against Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Or not yeah, not the title. Or I guess it was the title, yeah. Yeah, he had the title. All right. I mean like could you do it, I guess. I guess you could do it, but what you're doing is not you're you're leaving the biggest issue that I would sense from them is you're leaving one of your main WrestleMania event, main events unknown for a longer amount of time. And maybe they Which don't. They did last year. Well, too, I was going right? to say, I, and I think that's okay if you have the Rumble winner waiting in the wing. Uh, right. If, 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 it doesn't matter who has the you're, you're, if, if it is about you know the the guy, whoever it may be, the Raw winner, and he's interacting with both guys, and you have that, and you don't make the match official until the beginning of March, but you know it's the winner of this match faces yeah, the Rumble maybe, winner. M- maybe that's fine. I, I think that they have wanted, and again, maybe this is different because we don't know what WrestleMania is going to look like. We don't know you know any of the details at this point, but they have typically in the last couple of years wanted to start hyping. The, we, we are telling you WrestleMania will include this pretty immediately. Now, they could do that. It could very well be that the night at, or the week after the Royal Rumble, they announce Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns as a main event for WrestleMania or whatever it's going to be. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, they just go ahead and do that and they figure out a way to get through for a couple of months. What I fear, and by the way, I am in more aligned with Aaron on this. I think that he's winning. I'm like, I just do. 
I think Goldberg's winning the title at the Royal Rumble, and I think that it will lead to another Goldberg-Drew McIntyre match at WrestleMania, and I hate it. It's the hottest shit ever, but I think that's what's going to happen, and I will continue to rage against how terrible it is and how god-awful it is and how AEW is great. I think I've said that all along. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I think that everything that AEW does is wonderful because they're not WWE. Um, what I, if what if what if they do something? What if they? What if Drew loses to mm-hmm. Goldberg, mm-hmm. but the Miz beats Miz. Goldberg? Look, as long as it leads with Goldberg like bloody and broken underneath the Miz raising a title, that's wonderful. Uh, I, I mean, mean I, I and say then what if? But I just love the yeah. idea of Miz standing over Goldberg. <laughs> and then what if they pull a switcheroo with us and Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble, but he challenges the Miz, and then you have Drew McIntyre face Roman Reigns? No. <laughs> I, no. I don't want to talk about it. No, this. no, no. I don't. You don't want Daniel Bryan the Miz for the t- championship? No, I don't. Why? I don't. Um, because it feels it feels less. I'm just honestly, if Daniel Bryan's involved again, like I I think you have a more natural thing for Daniel Bryan right now than the Miz. I'm not going to say it wouldn't be good, but yeah, I I think Roman is there. And if you're talking about Daniel, I'd rather it be that. But if you have to throw this wrench where Drew's losing the title, he's got to be in a match. Which is why you just it's have probably him this feels more like you. Title. This feels more like you just keep trying to tell me that it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, and you're doing every ma- ounce of math possible in order to figure out a way to get there. That's that's what it feels like. <laughs> I don't know. Much. I'm just uh, yeah. Uh, okay. But, just but all right. Just admit that I'm right, and that's fine. Sheamus is that it's not for the title. No, uh, but uh, I don't. Know. I just everything about this. Uh, by and the way, I don't. What I thought for we what it's worth, I don't. I don't. It was mean, a weird, even beyond the annoyingness and terribleness of it. It was a weirdly done segment too. It well, was no, really they, weird. They, no, they're they're pretty consistent. Drew McIntyre's an asshole, right? He doesn't, <laughs> I, okay. Well, let me say he doesn't. He doesn't like anybody. It. He's not a good friend. Like that's that's who he is, right? Like that's <laughs> the thing. But they also made Goldberg to be an asshole. So it's like, are we supposed to boo Goldberg? But like he's standing up for all the legends. <laughs> He, I that's, mean, he, that's what they did. I, I I'm, thought, I'm, I'm, thought, I'm making well, fun of it too. I'm just saying that. No, that's, I, I understand that, but like, it seemed like they were doing. Oh, you know, Goldberg's basically a delusional old man, and and Drew never ever said that. And then they dropped in the beating up, you know, beating up my dad thing, and I was like, wait, what? What just happened to the whole dynamic of this segment? It was I weird. The dynamic was consistent. He so, said that he was an asshole. I mean, it's not good. Oh, so again, say, like, are, if, are we supposed to believe that Drew actually believes that? If you read some of the reporting on the segment, the segment they cut part of it out. Right? Well, yeah. The, apparently, the Keith Lee match went long, and they they cut out some of the promo that Drew McIntyre was supposed to cut. I don't. And by the way, we know what happens when you do that to Goldberg. It fucks it all. Oh no, question. They've done that before. There is it, no, it, there is no ability to move on the fly. That that can't right. happen. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, it was weird. It was bizarre. I mean, the whole. By the way, like I, I, I like Legends Night. Um. It was particularly awkward because the purpose of Legends Night is hit the music, right? Like that's literally it's like the the and it was what, all backstage and they and they can't do that because there's no crowd, right? Like so there's no purpose to hitting the music, um and 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 seeing them come out. I like the Legends Night concept. This one by far the worst they've ever done because that you just can't justify it. You can't justify why it's occurring in any way. Like what what well. You can't. Ju- if you're pulling back the curtain, you can justify it. What do you mean? 
they wanted to pop in the ratings. Yeah. Well, like the ratings but, had, had dwindled yeah. in December, but, and they but they but as as so many people pointed out, you were going to get a pop in the ratings this week no matter what because there was no, no football. football. It was the right. first week of the year that there was no football on against you, so you were going to get that bump in the ratings no matter what. Trying to decipher which part of it was about you know, Legends Night versus which part of it was just about having no competition, I, I can't possibly tell you. Apparently, Meltzer says it's it was a higher increase than in previous years. Okay, I mean, you know, that's the but, case. But, like, but that could be the wind blowing, too, you know? Of course, it could be anything, sure. right? Like, who knows what that is? I, I'm not... You know, it 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 all came off really awkward. I mean, it just all came off really awkward. There were very few segments that did anything for me at all, and it, it's a bummer. Like I, I get that it's hard. I, I there, the only thing I can tell you is that there's no scenario in which Ron Simmons saying "damn" doesn't work. It always, right. <laughs> always, always works. Even when you know it's coming, it still. Works especially in, coming off of Boogeyman earlier. Oh, well, I was gonna say maybe it's just me, but the Boogeyman always works too. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't know. Like I was never big into the Boogeyman to begin with, so like it doesn't do quite as much for me. But as, it, as long as he's not in the ring, like backstage, I love Boogeyman. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, like it, it was definitely better than just about anything else they did. I'll give you that. <laughs> like well, the, was, the Ric Flair stuff was pretty good. It, but I, it, it was. Just it doesn't make sense if you don't have him but, next week. But that's the point. Like, th- is it good because you're telling a story? I mean, like, if you're telling a story, I'm interested. But I f- also feel like we've told the story that, so many times at this point that I'm it, just—it's the same story. But if it's the story of that's the the right tick to get Charlotte back to a heel, you know, it's a little lazy. But sure, I don't know how does that work to get her back to a heel. She berated Ric Flair. You can't berate Ric but Flair Rick anymore. But Ric Flair deserved it. <laughs> but yeah, Ric Flair never deserves it. He's no, Rick he deserved Flair. to be the berated. 100% deserved I, to be. I don't disagree, but tricky. he's Ric Flair. But here's, here's the tricky part, Aaron. It does matter. Like, when they did this before, he didn't deserve it. And that's why it worked. Like, this time... I think in their, I think in their mind, Ric Flair is Ric Flair, and he never deserves to be well, berated. Well, in their mind but then is why do thing, that? But I'm saying, is in my reality... Point. Yeah, like, you, like, you didn't have to have him do that. That wasn't she necessary. Punched him in the face, you know. Like that was she. He cost her the match. It's it's insane. Like, yeah. why do that if if you're trying to make Ric Flair be sympathetic? Like, I I don't know, man. To I, be fair, Ric Flair gives low blows, and he's still sympathetic. Well, there's something to be said for that. There I guess. That. There's something to be said for it. I don't. And know. they still did the Randy Orton stuff. Yeah, they did. They did still well. do that. Um, all right. Is, is there anything else from Raw? Or I don't even. God, it's. I got to go back to SmackDown. I don't even remember what happened on SmackDown at this point, which is Are a you shame. Me? Because oh, I was actually that think the cage match. Oh right. They, Holy shit. Or was that two weeks ago? I, I, I genuinely. I, don't I mean this. I, it, it is really hard. Everything's running together. No, I've he watched Jey Uso. Oh Kev, right, Kevin he demanded the Jey match. Uso, that's they, right. They killed him at the end. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. They went into the Thunderdome. Yeah, now I do remember that. Um, I do. I remember I enjoyed it. I remember thinking it was good. Um, it's good if Kevin Owens is the guy. But that's the like, and that's the weird part about all of this. I. And we also didn't have a like a real show last week to mention the fact that Biggie won the Intercontinental Title. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Which, cool. We I mean, were hoping it would be a bigger title, but it's and that's something. and that's that's like I. Cool is all I can kind of give it right now. It's like, okay, well, we've done this before. Like, I. Yeah, but not this way. I mean, he was a heel. It was more of a belt trying to make the guy moment. Now he's an established star. 
So this is a different thing. Yeah, the question is, does the Intercontinental title really mean anything? I, I, I mean, I think it has for the past... But no, we it has because Sammy has been awesome. Like, we care about and Sammy. And AJ Styles and all the people Daniel. who have held it this year. Yeah, but it's... I, I You know, I, I come back to, is it we cared about the Intercontinental title or we just were like, oh, look, we get AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. Oh, look, Sami Zayn is the best character on television right now. Look, I mean, I like I like Big E. I, I yeah. you, you guys know how I feel about what they've done. Um, now, my fear was they were doing it and they were just going to have Big E be like everybody else in the company. And so far, that hasn't been the case. So I'm not panicked about it. I will remain concerned about how that happens moving forward and that Big E will always sort of be a, a second-level player in their mind, um, and that's interchangeable with all of their other second-level players. Um, I, I, can't, I can't escape that. I can't, I, I can't just dismiss that. I'm going to continue to fear it. It, it was a, you know, a, by the way, that, that Christmas night show I thought was quite good. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good. You know, it was just, it, it was kind of to the basics of a professional wrestling show. And so I thought it worked. I, I like Big E. I hope they continue to do right by him. I don't think it was a very big deal that Big E won their secondary belt because I think it matches. I think that they think Big E's a secondary guy and should be winning their secondary belts. If Big E turns around and wins the Royal Rumble, that's a big fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like, I'll react to that appropriately at the point at which it happens. Until then, I think this kind of lines up with how they would treat that level of performer and doesn't... So far, it's okay. It doesn't give me hope that it won't you know, ultimately still end up being screwed up. It's the best way. I, I could think it's a step it. in the right direction for someone who hasn't held a singles title for the better part of a decade. I'll, I, you're probably right. It's better that he wins it than if he doesn't have it. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with going as far as saying that. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it sets him up perfect. Like if like, okay, let's say if we get to the position, like just to use the guy who had the belt before him, if we get to a position where we have a face champion, if Sami Zayn isn't in the, the main title picture within the next year, we've got a real problem. And um, now I don't see a world in which you do have a face champion on uh, SmackDown for quite a while. But if if that were the case, I mean, I think the, the cards just don't really line up for him to be trying to challenge Roman Reigns. I mean, I think it's a little that wouldn't work. I don't, I don't know how that works, but. You know, so in in the, in this case, if you know when he's when he goes to drop the title, if there's a heel champion, he should be in the picture. That's usually the way this works, right? Uh, or historically, mm, it's the way it was supposed I, to work. I was going to say twenty twenty five years ago, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's whenever, really not. Yeah. It's more dirt that once you're in the Intercontinental Title Division, you're in the Intercontinental yeah, that's, Title. That's the division. I do. I'm trying to remember what there was someone. God, maybe 15 years ago. I don't, I'm not thinking, I remember there being, you know, it's also, I'm recognizing how old I am, right? Like, I don't know what I'm saying. This. Well, I mean, John Cena is, is the example, potentially, as far Kevin as Owens. getting the U.S. title, yeah. moving up. He dropped the U.S. title and won the big picture. I, ju I just remember there being a night where, like, Raw started and, you know, whoever had lost the night before, and it might have even been in Raw in Baltimore, and that's why I remember it so well. Like, Raw started, whoever had lost the title at the pay per view the night before, Whoever was the authority figure came out and said, well, you know, Chris Jericho is the Intercontinental Champion, so, you know, he he's first up on this list. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? 
huh? <laughs> that, that's a thing. I don't, I don't. How so? <laughs> like, and by the way, now now that it might be twenty to twenty five years ago, Aaron, because I just might be that old, and that might be what I'm dealing with at this point. I, I, I feel like. By the I, way, so, uh, Brand, know Brandon knows about this. They do pull that out every like it, five years. Or okay, so. yeah, like it's it's a trope that comes back. Uh, this is my uh, year for my twentieth high school reunion, and it is, it is. It is hitting me in the dick. <laughs> like, well, last year was my year, and yeah. I was part of planning it, but you know that Did, didn't, happen, didn't really so. happen, right? Exactly, right. We don't know. And by the way, I skipped the fifteen because I just I'm sort of over it, right? Um, yeah. But I like everybody got mad at me, and so I told them, "All right, I'll be there for 20. And then like I just got a message about. It. I'm like, "Son of a bitch, God, I am so <laughs> fucking old." Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. Sonia Deville came back already. Cool. And by the way, it's cool, but all it just. Could you just do something? Yeah, it just walks have, in. You, you had, by the way, you, you have a new authority figure who's kind of acting a little dickish. Yeah, like could you just do anything other than just she's been reinstated? Well, that was that the was that the agreement? <laughs> like, was loser leaves WWE until reinstated? Then why didn't she ask for reinstatement much earlier? Like, I. Just anything. Put a modicum of work into that, right? Like that—that that was a little offensive to me. Where you're gonna do a loser leaves match, and and not even—and we all know it's not. Like I understand. We all know that's not what it is. We all get it. We're all in on it. But just for the sake of the story, anything. Like tell me anything that happened. That allowed Sonya Deville to return, other than like literally, oh, we're we gonna do anything with Sonya Deville. Well, you know, we kind of had her. Nah, who cares? Everybody already forgot about that. Like, <laughs> stop something, some one sentence to get me there. It's like doing Survivor Series for no point. Any, I'm not asking for a lot. I'm asking for anything at all. Any carrot for me to nibble on. There, there is a provision in it where if Mandy switches brands, Sonya can come back. <laughs> Done. Fine. It's at least, it's flimsy, yeah. but it's something. It's something at all. That's all I'm asking for. What, what else from Raw and SmackDown? Anything? Um, I mean, I'm always a sucker for Teddy Long making tag team matches, and yeah, I mean that was okay. The Undertaker damn on it. people. I was going to say there. the Undertaker part really made me laugh. Yeah, damn it. We now, all thought he was going tag team, and then he first said the Undertaker. Yeah. That was great. Now you're making me realize I actually liked a couple of segments. Yeah, <laughs> and um, damn it. So, actually, you know, if you take some of the awkwardness of the the things mentioned earlier, there were some really good matches on Raw. Like AJ and Elias had a pretty good match. And although, you know, it's ruined by the stain standing on the outside of the ring uh, with Elias. It's amazing how we, because we've had these special episodes, we haven't talked about that at all yet on the show. I mean, what it, but I also don't, I'm exhausted, man. I'm really yeah. exhausted. I don't, I don't, I don't think I even want to I mean, scream here, about and, and it. And here's what I was going to say before he started squashing Mexican wrestlers, which was made things worse. But it's like, <laughs> if I had told you a year ago that, someone in WWE was going to be taken off TV for espouting Trump things. Like I would have been kind of shocked. So in some ways like, Oh man, they somehow exceeded my admittedly low expectations, but yes, it's terrible. Um, by the way, those Mexican wrestlers had like the best week of their career. <laughs> I was going to say all of a sudden they're a thing. 
I mean, uh, uh, Metal League beat the Miz, and then uh, the, they beat the Hurt Business, and then Metal League fought in a, a, a great match on NXT yeah. last night for the, um, yep. the Cruiserweight. Cruiser yep. It's out of nowhere, probably not going anywhere, but it's amazing. Oh, well, no, they're they, done now. And like, the, that was and the they, only reason that was done. That you was know what? the only reason. I'm actually going to throw this in there. Right? I think that they can also be a in-case-of-emergency glass, break glass type of sure, deal. Sure, because they're so good. Which is they're really good. But they've been good for three years now they've been together for a long time and but it it is sort of opportunity it is tricky but i but to brandon's point we say this opportunity what is this opportunity right like win a match that's like don't win but that's that's fine (laughs) yeah i know i know they've been if you remember though there was a random other week like this where they started beating people and then they just went away again like there was like a and, few and months I'll, ago, or I'll always for, I don't remember that. They wanted them to challenge for the tag titles or something, so they won like three matches, and then they were gone. And I'll, I'll eternally wonder if this happens at a point where, like, they they get some piece of data that says, "By the way, we're struggling in Latin markets." All right, you know, like. Yeah, like Great Mysterio is not available. All right, throw some guy in a mask out there. I know what we'll do for the next four weeks. Like, I I don't know, man, but like. It, they're good and it's entertaining. And I was going to say, I get to see that. Like I've been waiting for, especially Lindsay and Graham Metallic to have opportunities but, for uh, but literally does, three years does, now. Okay, so but I'm gonna, okay. okay, to be fair, I don't watch 205 Live, right? Yeah. Right. I'm not counting that. Well, that that puts you no, in no, the no, that, hang on, but Brandon, it, so that that puts you in the very exclusive. Brandon, 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 don't let I was Brandon, let don't step on my joke. Sorry. That puts you in the very exclusive group of everybody. Damn it, that would have been so much better. If I said it right after you had said I don't watch the 205 Live. Damn it. Sorry. What? What were you going to say? I already... Hey, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't watch 205 Live. Well, Brandon, that puts you in the exclusive gloop. Oh, God damn it, now I stepped on it. <laughs> ben Nash did it better. <laughs> By the way, oh, man, I just did something really funny. I could talk about it on here. Um, oh, damn, I can't talk about it on here because it's kayfabe. Son of a bitch. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, Aaron, but the Maryland basketball team is going to be wearing a new pair of shoes this evening, and they look fine. And I reached out to Ben, and I said, oh, can I, I don't even know if I can say this. I said, how many jokes I got to write for you to get a pair? <laughs> uh, do I have to, do I have to bleep that? <laughs> Probably not. All right. No. All right. Do people, I mean, but they, did I give away the bit though? Nah. Eh. I might believe it. Alright, damn it. Go ahead. Whatever stupid thing you were gonna say, Brandon. Anyway, I was just saying, my... like, there's no reason why they it like fit uh Legata Dave Fantasma or whatever hasn't even been on TV. So like you have a ton of people who can work that style. Like, why aren't we seeing more of that? And if the answer is they're wrestling on two oh five live, then maybe that's I just don't know. But um Oh, by the way, there's also another thing, uh, another show none of us watched that uh, is being pushed a little bit more. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but apparently WWE has some new deal with Hulu where they're providing content to to Hulu. And so they've sort of reinvigorated main event a little bit. And in that way, in, in that I mean, it still doesn't matter. But if you see the matches that are on it, it is much more significant than you would think it is. I, I don't think that's. I mean, they've always had main event on Hulu. No, it's it. There was this new thing, like like 
So for a long time, the episodes weren't in real time. Like they were like, there was some weird deal with, um, and I can't remember the specifics, but it was either Canada or somewhere to where they, they had a deal where like the Hulu episodes were in line with where they're on the network. So they were like a month old all the time as they updated, but they started promoting um, Hulu content. So I looked like with commercials. So I started looking on Hulu to see what they were putting on there. And aside from the regular shows, there's some other things they put on there. Like some of the network stuff is on there now. It's not a lot. It's like, you know, the Steve Austin uh, podcasts or whatever, and maybe a couple other things. And then the other thing is main event. And like the difference in what the matches are is significant. And I don't know if that's just because of what the roster is now or if it's because they want people to watch it. Like probably not. But like sometimes it's like, like Oscar's fighting people on there, you know, like sometimes it's like the one week was something. It was like, I can't remember. I want to say it was uh ricochet and I was going like, to say, that's not necessarily, I, I feel like every so many weeks I, you do hear a, Oh my God, this was the match on main event. Yeah. It, anyway, like that, that, That's just, not necessarily a new thing because of Hulu. I feel like it maybe because of the Hulu thing, it's more noticeable now, but yeah. they've always had like, good matches between good wrestlers who, for whatever reason, they didn't want to put it on the show on main event. Yeah. So in case, in, in case anyone cares, like Ricochet fights Drew Gulak this week, like that, that's something I would watch. Yeah, I mean, but it doesn't I matter, agree, but, but, but it, it's, it sounds like a main event match to me. I just gotta be honest with you. Like that sounds about right. Um, and it's not because I don't like those guys. I like those guys a lot. I just, they're, they're not, you know how WWE views those. Correct. Guys. You know what I mean? Like that, it's an, it's unfortunate. Um, I'm trying to remember. There was like a week where was it like Bianca Belair versus Oscar. Or, there was like some match where I was like, "Holy shit, that's on!" I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, like that would be a cool one, but like it's not Drew McIntyre on main event. You know what well, I mean? Sure. Like it's not it's, Randy yeah, Orton it's on not main event. Be that. Yeah, I right. Know, I know. Um, all right, are we good with WWE stuff for the week? I mean, I mean, separated from NXT, we can move on. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was gonna say if you want to get into Wednesday night. I mean, Wednesday night. <sighs> Here's the, like, I, I'm going to say this. AW was not good, except for the end of the show. The end of the show was tremendous. And, and well, I think there were two very good Fine, I will give you Hager Wardlow being really good, too. You didn't think Phoenix Omega was very good? I thought it was fine for what it was. And I'm going to, okay. that was going to kind of, I'm going to get into that conversation a little bit more when we get to, to, to NXT, but I'll stay with it now. That was as good as a match could be when you know there's no threat. <laughs> Right? Sure. Like, right. Yeah, okay. That's fine. When when you have absolutely no question whatsoever about who's winning the match and you have to like you can't entice me to watch the show by telling me Kenny Omega is defending his title against Ray Phoenix. Yes, that sounds like a really good match, but Ray Phoenix isn't winning the title. Like I know how that match is going. I know how it's ending. I can watch a really good match sort of distractedly. I don't have to it's not a big deal to me. It was and it was, look, it, you know, that wasn't the strategy, but it ended up being on against uh, a match that I didn't know how it was going to end, right, in Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor. That was a legitimate, credible championship match that could have gone one way or the other, and so I had to watch that. I didn't have to watch immediately um, uh, Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix because you know what's happening when Kenny Omega faces Ray Phoenix. There's no, this is eternally the the sort of, AEW problem is them trying to sell you something as a credible championship match that like maybe even arguably should be but they've done no work to make it a credible championship match they just they're trying to convince you that it is 
Um, this is Brody Lee. This is, you know, Eddie Kingston. This is insert whatever you want it to be. These things aren't credible championship matches because well, you haven't made yeah. them that. And there's one other problem, and it, and it's, you know, I got to be careful about the way I say this because I, I, I mean one thing, but it could sound bad. Um, you know, it's, this is a character who doesn't talk and that doesn't help. Like, um, like yeah. there's no character there. It's just a wrestler and that's never exciting. No, you're not wrong about that. You're not. Um, it, it is, you know, I, Aaron would bring up, I can still enjoy you know, Wrestle Kingdom, right? Like, I can still enjoy New Japan without always needing that. But in terms of getting me to feel in an American company like something is big and matters, it is it is almost impossible yeah. to do without that. It, I mean, it really is almost impossible. So it was a good match. There's no question it was a good match. It was always going to be a good match because it's Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix. But it was a match that I could get to, right? Like I'll watch it, and it'll be a, it'll be a good match. You know what I mean? That's like fair. it'll be okay. As long as you weren't trying to say like it wasn't. A good no, match. it was. Of course a, not. It was. It was. Yeah, okay, a, I just I just wanted to make sure we weren't going there. But it was but, a great yeah, no, match. but but I have yeah. to like I, I'm trying to say this. That's a really good you match. You were not as excited for that match as you were the other one. How could I be? And I, and I mean I even want to say it a step further. When you're doing a match like that, it's really a mistake to put it in your main event. And, and I mean that with all due respect, especially if you're trying to sell me on this card mattering, because I know nothing of significant is happening in the match. Like, I just know that. Um, it, it requires, not for what it's worth, they, they did get to the massive moment, right? But it, but it makes you know that something else has to be coming. Because either you're going to have this massive disappointment at the end of the show of the match that we all knew was going the same way, or you're, you, you've got to have this major moment. And so like you knew a major moment had to be coming. It's a weird, I don't know. It's a weird vibe that I have. I don't, I don't like that. I, I've said uh, once upon a time when I was a here's, child, I guess here's, here's my question though. You thought Kenny, uh, Kyle O'Reilly was walking out with the title. I thought there was a chance. I thought there, there was a there was chance. There was no way to know how that match yep. was going to finish. I thought there was, I, I didn't know how it was ending, but I was, I would say 95% confident I, I, that Kyle O'Reilly was not walking out with the title. Okay, and I was 100% confident that Kenny, confident that Kenny Omega was Fair. walking out with yeah, the title. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to tell you, honestly, with the NXT thing, I was 50-50. I, I honestly I, I wasn't see a world. I, and by the way, I wasn't 95-5. I wasn't 50-50 either. I was I was somewhere between, you know, 75-25, whatever you want to call whatever, it. Yeah. But there's I, a, legi- I legitimately had no feeling either way because I don't think there's an obvious path forward either way other other than care like there's no feud do you know what i'm saying like yes well, carrying cross, yeah, carry cross is the answer like, i mean it is that is the there's answer no program what do you mean there's no program nobody's feuding with him so there's no it's not like it's not like um it's not like okay for instance like whenever drew mcintyre was was defending against someone but you knew he was gonna fight randy orton or whatever like there's nothing like that because that's that was a real feud. That wasn't just someone well, who I, wants I mean, the belt. I mean, if you're someone saying that, who wants the belt can fight anybody. But if you're saying that, expecting that it's going to be someone before Karrion Cross, that's a different thing. I, I, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, Karrion Cross is not attached to either of these people. Well, he's for, he's significant he's attached to the title, right? And this is the guy that's he holding had his title. They had segments together, but he but, came out with everybody was in the ring. Brandon, he's. Finn Balor is the guy that's holding Karrion Cross's title that he never lost. That's a major story. 
that anybody could hold the title he never lost. But is it's my point. More it's, significant no that this guy, that, this guy, this guy was the guy that got it. This guy was the guy that got a belt that he didn't deserve to have. The next guy, you lose that from, right? Like you lose that part of the angle where you're mad that this guy is carrying your belt that you never lost. But that's not what they did on TV. What they did on TV was, I'm going to stare at both of you. Well, I mean, that's that part of what they've always done with Karrion Cross. And by the way, I you know, I don't, I'm not telling you that's what they're going to do in the story. But there's definitely a story there. They might not go with it. I don't but think that's, it was so obvious that you knew he was keeping the title. I'm not going mean, to say I, it's... Maybe I'm an idiot. I, I, no, I, I, I'm just saying, I, I don't I, think there was such an obvious way I'm forward. agreeing with you that it wasn't blatantly obvious. I yeah. was leaning towards Finn Balor because Finn Balor carrying Cross made more sense to me. It made more sense for carrying Cross to go after the guy that won the belt that he never lost. That made the most sense, so I leaned towards carrying Cross. I'm not with Aaron. I don't think it was 95-5. I think that the Kyle O'Reilly story was so important that it, it created that belief that they could right. um, more value Kyle O'Reilly's story than they value doing carrying Cross versus Finn Balor. That's why the number to me was you know, whatever it was, 70-30, something along those lines. All of those numbers being more significant than 100-0, to zero, which was the number that I felt about Kenny Omega and Ray Phoenix, which, again, is fine. It's a fine match, but it's a fine non-title match any other week. Trying to declare this being a really important set of shows and making the main event be a match that never had a chance of going another way, that, that doesn't work for me. That's And it's become such a recurring problem in AEW that we have to talk about it. They regularly do this. They tell you a show matters, and then they give you something that doesn't matter. It, this goes back to the, we, we don't need storylines. Yes, you do. You desperately need storylines because what you're giving me instead is nothing, and you're just trying to say at the end, well, hey, but it was a great match. Yeah, it was a great match, but it was a great match I didn't really need to watch. Like I, I did because I like wrestling and I, I want to see the match, and it was. It was a really good match. But there is there is literally zero threat as to who's going to win the match, and that part of the match has to matter. Like It's got to matter that the other guy has a chance and that you believe the other guy has a chance in order to feel something about it. You can just say, hey, it was a good wrestling match. Sure, it was a good wrestling match. There's lots of good wrestling matches. But the difference in the great, the things that stand out forever and I have to watch are the ones where, like, you genuinely don't know. And it can't always be 50-50. Like, you can't always have um, the, the, the NXT Brooklyn match and, and Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano and holy shit, we genuinely have no fucking clue who's right. going to. You can't always have that. But you can at least have an amount of doubt. You can at least do something to sow in the possibility of the other person winning. You couldn't do that with Ray Phoenix. And you didn't do that with Eddie Kingston. And you didn't do that with Brody Lee. And that's how many of these, how many major main events has AEW had over the course of the last year for the, for the championship where you genuinely didn't know who was going to win the match? Yeah, there's none. I mean, there's not no, very many. I was gonna say there are some. There are absolutely some. How many? Not many? I mean, like name them over. Give me Dude, over the over the tw last twelve months. How many times I, did you? I, well, okay. I would say Omega Moxley. You didn't know for like he, I think mo both of you were saying that you didn't think Omega. No, was no, that's legit. I, I agree. I'm putting that's that on legit. the list. One hundred percent. 
Yeah, um, I would say the the Moxley Jericho. If we're talking uh, about that, I, I think we were leaning towards it, but we weren't sure. We yeah, were I, I, off I will. Le- I will at least give you that, right? Like it's it's yeah, flimsy, sure. but I'll I'll put it in that category. At least create a MJF MJF Moxley. So that's the, and I would say that's the list. I yeah, would say yeah, that's, that's the entirety it. of the list. Three. Three times over the span of twelve months that they had a match for their championship that you genuinely believed there was even a slight chance of the other person winning. I'm not talking about like, you know, a 50-50. I'm saying that we even thought there was a modicum of a chance that the other person was going to win. Like, like if you go to the takeover title matches, you could at least make the argument why the other person could have won almost every time. Almost. Yeah. About it, almost every time, but most of the time, yes. No, man, it's definitely not, you know, three. <laughs> like, right. It's definitely significantly more than that. Look, I don't want to. I wanna... mean, we definitely knew, thought there was a world in which Velveteen Dream was winning the title. We definitely thought yes. there was a world in which, you know, Kyle O'Reilly could have won the title. We definitely. Tw- both times. Both times I thought there was right. a world where Kyle both O'Reilly times. could win the title. And, and, and there was definitely a world in which, you know, Keith Lee. Defeated Karrion Cross, 100%. Right. Like, all. Like, they. they, they yeah. All right. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. We'll we'll move forward. Um, I, I I do want to. I so let's move forward here. Where do you go with Kyle O'Reilly now? Because that was actually, if, if you're talking about something that really surprised me, I did not expect Kyle O'Reilly to lose that match cleanly. I thought there was going to be some sort of schmoz finish, because I don't know where you go. Like there, there's not a clear path for Kyle O'Reilly when it seemed like they were getting ready for something with him. Well, I, I will say this. I mean, I, I completely disagree with you. I don't think you could have done a schmoz unless he was winning. I think if you schmoz him Karrion, losing... If Karrion Cross had gotten involved in that match and that was your schmoz... Well, why finish, would you do that? I mean, like, I, I for just For a triple don't... threat. But I think what they did is so much more poignant because it's going to... it's gonna. There is a story to be told. We don't know what it is, and that's part of the, the greatness of it, right? It's like we are intrigued as to what it's going to be. And it's not obvious to what it will be, although it will be something, you know, in I theory. Don't know that, I, 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 we we got to be careful here. We don't know that. That's going to be I mean, something. they're putting a lot of attention. I, I, I feel well, like. But why? I mean, could, could they be putting attention on him because he's about to go up? No. Not according to the reporting. The reporting is Rhea Ripley and Damian, Damian Priest. Priest. But that doesn't mean they can't. I mean. Anything he could enter the rumble Dam- or something. And Dam- not Damian go Priest was supposed to be up last week, and he's not. Okay, but that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's irrelevant, though. I mean, it's—it's it's like those are the people tagged to go. I on. guess. I guess here's, the timing here's, of it is a different issue. I—I I guess there is a small part of me that's a little concerned that it was, you know, he's taken two clean losses, and admittedly, like this isn't. I'm not saying, oh my god, he's buried. This is terrible, but I'm wondering if it's a. Well, that's this what is they view does, him as a way. guy as a credible threat, but not the guy. But that's what everybody does. They all do the honors on the way out. But that's okay. So if he's doing the honors on the way out, then is Kyle O'Reilly going up? You just said he does the honors on the way he's out. He's part of a group that's going to be there. That's in a tournament. I mean, they're not going to break it. They're not going to send him up and leave the other three down there. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. His, it's done not Adam that Cole. Make sense before. Because he's not Adam Cole. If he was Adam Cole, then I'd hear that argument. I don't think he's there yet. I don't think There's he's enough. That word that 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 I'm worried about. That. Do you think they're going to send him up without Adam Cole going? I I, I I think there's something. I mean, I, that's insane. 
I'm not saying it's not insane. I'm just saying it, it's not, you know. This is part of a story they're telling. They wouldn't have done all that stuff at the end. I mean, I, I, I truly think all that stuff at the end. But, but the, the end felt like a going up moment. No, it did That's not. what it felt no, like. No, it didn't. It did. No, it, it felt didn't. like, sure, the, the guy sitting in the ring getting the acknowledgement from what would have been a crowd and the wrestlers the around him is absolutely guys, 100%. No. He wasn't by himself. It was. I don't. I'm know. not even slightly concerned that he's going up to the main rock. Like, not even. I would say this is Phoenix's chance of winning the title. <laughs> chance hey. Hey. of him going to the main rock. Hey, hey, they're gonna win the title. They're the best team in basketball. Shut the fuck up. Um. They don't, don't normally do this story, by the way. They, they don't do the clean losses leads to something more. Like, that's just something they haven't done much in the past. I'm not saying I'm against it. It's just not something that's no, generally... I, don't know that, I actually don't know that it makes sense. Like With Rhea. What? Rhea lost clean, and she stayed in NXT, like, three times. No, but it's no, not no, about no, whether or no, not you but, stay but in NXT. Before, but if, if you're saying that this is leading to a story where Kyle O'Reilly gets the redemption and wins the title... No, I'm not saying that. I'm oh, saying he's okay. still then, in then NXT. What? I'm saying well, he's okay, not going well, to Raw. No, you're the one saying there's very clearly a story here. That what's doesn't mean story? he has to win the belt. Okay, what's the story? On the Undisputed Era. Uh, okay, I mean, there's still that that lingers. And by the way, you know, I, I thought I was reading something in, like, Roderick Strong's, you know, eyes as, as, yeah. uh, as um, the, the promo was being cut by Adam Cole this week. Like, I thought that that was supposed to be, like, a foundation being laid towards something. There, there is a shit or get off the pot feeling with Undisputed Era too. Like there is, there is I think a. That's part of them being in this tournament and who is in it, as but well. I guess what, what's the point of Kyle O'Reilly in this match? I, I just, in, just in the sense of how is I that feeding seeds, into the? I think it's just seeds planted. We'll have to, we'll have to see. I think that's part of the journey. I right? would, it's I like would, we don't I would suggest that they could just be two different things. That Kyle O'Reilly was a credible competitor that they could put in a, a match. They wanted to get people to tune into. They could try to, to make a big deal out of it. Um, that it doesn't. The loss specifically doesn't have to be about whatever story they're going to tell with the undisputed like, like, era. Well, it doesn't I, have I, to be. That's to me. Well, it doesn't it have this. to be. I think it is because earlier in the night they had them cut that promo about how that match was going to be the beginning of their rebirth, and right. it was other people saying it, not him, and he wasn't there. So I do think you could start to plant the weakest link type storyline. Right, goodbye. Yeah, I hear you. Um, you could, and, you know, I'm I'm not... You could. I'll, I'll keep saying that. You could. You absolutely could. There's no way that they're going to put Fish and O'Reilly on the other side of that tournament, are they? I mean, that would be the weakest way to do it. Because isn't cool and strong... Well, I, I was say, wait, do do we have any more people? Because we're at eight teams right now, right? I don't, I don't know. I wasn't counting. I mean, I, I, feel, I know I feel Gargano like and uh, Gargano yeah, and I, I, uh, I thought Gargano and Theory were number were teammate. Okay, could be. I wasn't counting them. I don't, I don't know. They announced a bunch of people. So I mean, I guess they could, but for some reason, I feel. I guess we don't know that there's only eight teams. For all we know, there's sixteen teams. But uh, I feel like they're at eight right now. I'm trying to see if it's listed. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. 
Phantasma, Everrise, Breezango, Imperium, Drake Maverick, and Killian Dane, Kurt Stein, August Gray. Yeah, that's oh no, it's seven. Do you think okay. Fish and O'Reilly enter it? Maybe. Yeah, I mean that would that would that would help in telling that story the somehow. The only thing I don't like about that is it telegraphs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> then you know who the finals is going to be. Um. Sure. Well, yeah, conceivably, or somehow one of them gets screwed in the semifinal, mm-hmm. and and then yep. you know, like there's a lot. There are still ways to go about doing it from sure. there if you go sure. that route. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I it does feel like we're. I really do feel like we're at a shit or get off the pot moment yeah. with undisputed era. Like, okay, there, it's just there's just nothing else. But, like, but that would almost kind of be disappointing to me too, because you know, as I've been saying the past couple months, I thought there was a moment there for Kyle O'Reilly, and if the moment is. He's a nice guy. Put him in a match that he doesn't need to win. That's disappointing to me. I, I don't disagree with that. That's a bummer. I mean, I don't. It's a bummer because I like Kyle O'Reilly, but I just wouldn't be surprised. It doesn't if that's... mean there's not more for him in the future. I mean, there's plenty of. Well, time. no, I don't mean he's dead. But like, yeah. if he's if I, I guess my my concern is this is how he's viewed as the guy you can put into a match, have a credible match. I mean, I, I I I I'm concerned about that, but I also think there are. To, it, I guess to what be it's fair, is, you need a lot of guys like that. And and I would say there are sure. worse things. Yep, there are worse things than than. Oh, being there's absolutely that guy. worse things. I just for Kyle O'Reilly specifically, I think there could be better. Like every guy we like isn't going to go to main event at WrestleMania. It's just not going to happen. Um. All right. Unfortunately, I, we only have a few minutes left, so let's let's cover the elite because we haven't. <laughs> so oh, Jesus Christ. So okay. What do you mean? That was that was the best part. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but I, except for the Jericho stuff. Well. You you can get past the Jericho thing. <laughs> what, what, hang on a second. What are you mad about with the Jericho stuff? His commentary was a little weird. I'll admit yeah, that. Yeah, and all the dancing around the terminology of the cl- you know the band. He well, kept saying the, the sim- band. It's the symbol. They're gonna do the symbol. Well, I, I mean, but New I don't. Japan owns the trademarks. There was also a problem, by the way, last week with with Rowan, like where they kept saying Rowan and they weren't supposed to be saying Rowan. Like <laughs> Derek Rowan. I mean, they, they, those things. I, that's not Chris Jericho's fault. That's the. We 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 laughed at them calling the 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 Bullet Club the the club or the OC. I mean, like it's it's yeah. awkward, but that's not I. You know, they you didn't call them anything. <laughs> I mean, they they just left it on like it was. I don't know. It was a little awkward. I think there. If you're talking about awkwardness, I would say that there was an awkward part. It had nothing to do with Jericho. It was if we're supposed to be you know excited about the rebirth of the Bullet Club or whatever you call it. Have the young bucks be all in on it. That that to me <laughs> well, was the I, and but by part. the way, I actually think that works because this goes I back think, to I still don't. Yeah. I, I I this is one of the ones where I'm going to give them credit. I don't know what exactly they're doing, and that's why that worked for me. The, yeah, they played that all right. The, like, the, the, no, no, well, I just I just I guess it depends on what you're going. For. Like for me personally, if I want to see the rebirth of the Bullet Club, I want that to be everybody's all in. In that specific moment, you're right. It does it does create another storyline there. But in that moment, I mean, when if, I'm like, oh it yeah, but feels like to me, it's going to be more like Moxley and the Bucks against. Right. Omega well, and... I mean, it, look, I what we want out of this is a match between the Bucks and the brothers. That's what we want. I don't want anything yeah. else. There's nothing else that I want out of this. I, and I mean this all due respect. I don't want the rebirth of the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club. It, isn't anything anymore. And and this is like trying to redo NWO down the road, you know, 10 years. Yeah. Stop, stop. Stop being obsessed with that. We can all acknowledge what it was and we can all too sweet and we can all like we can all acknowledge that. But I don't I don't want you to just do a new bullet club for the sake of doing a new bullet club. It's not the same and that will be made 
quite obvious very quickly when 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 um, Eric Bischoff is first forcing Shawn Michaels into the Bullet Club. We're all going to realize <laughs> this ain't the fucking Bullet Club. Like, I'm not looking for that. What I am looking for out of it is the one thing that we want. And the one thing that we want is the Good Brothers and the Bucks in a match together. That's the only thing out of this that I need. That's it. And not knowing exactly how intertwined Impact and AEW are going to be, I, I don't know if the the Good Brothers are going to be a part of AEW for the better part of a year and they're going to have a deal where they're allowed to do both. I don't know what this is. But in the moment, the one thing that I looked at and saw last night is I'm getting that match. And, of course, we're responsible for that. Everybody knows that. We addressed it. Yep. The, these we are were the first people we, to ask. This, this is why it's happening is because of us, and we should probably do a better job of taking credit of that. Um, th- this th- I want that. I, I'm pretty clear that I'm going to get that. I will be angry. But the scenario that you're presenting, uh, Brandon, I don't want that. I don't want it muddied. I don't want Kenny Omega part of that. I don't, I'm not... I, no, but that's what the, that's what it feels like they they will do. But I have, I no, have no problem with that for a short term. I have no problem with Kenny Omega being the vehicle by which I get the Good Brothers for a match with the Bucks. I have no problem with that being the case. The Kenny Omega and, and you don't think we're gonna get some big shit show War Games thing? Not, oh, we're we're getting that. And again, as long as it's for a few months, I got no problem with that. What do you mean? As long as it's for a few months? I mean, I don't, I don't want the Bullet Club to be a thing for a year. If this is a, you need to create the Bullet Club to implode the Bullet Club. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but then wait, but then wait, but then the elite are. So, what was this thing where the elite is going to be on Dynamite next week? Okay. Who, who is the elite? I mean, the elite is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Right. So and they, they said next week the elite will well, that be on makes, Dynamite. That makes sense. Yes, because the Good Brothers would be presumed to be on yes, Dynamite. Correct. So they'd all be there together, whatever this is. Whatever this so is, call, it's all there. Are they calling this the elite then? No. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are the elite. Correct. No, but, okay, but like. You don't need to say the Good the Brothers end... are going to be on Impact. Because yeah, the they're on Impact. Are... <laughs> yes, they're Impact stuff. Wait, stars. that was for Impact? Or whatever. Didn't they say impact? I, could I thought it was wrong. for dynamite. I thought they said next week the elite will be here. Well, okay, I get it, it could. Sim- I oh, can't oh, exactly you know what? what no, no, no. I do like, know. Anyway, the elite is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and we hadn't seen them yes, team together. together. In a long Correct. Time. That's their. That, that's what they're advertising is that they will be out together. They will be appearing. But that's not together. like Cody and other people. Well, Cody's that's been just... a part of the elite, so you know, I don't know. I, the, maybe. the elite from moment, like the the original elite. And actually, I don't even know if Cody was technically part of the Elite. He was part of the Bullet Club. The Elite has always been Omega in the Bucks. Yeah, I, I just don't know. That's why I'm asking. They've yeah, had, they've had, they just promoted in that, AEW, like, they've I mean, had, hang on a second. Kind of was. In AEW, they have had Cody come out with those guys to the Elite's music. Like they, yes. in AEW, yes. presented the Elite as being all four. Now, I don't know that that means that's what they're doing next week. It's just that's sen- why I asked you guys because all I know is what I've seen on AEW. I don't know anything outside of that. Right, and so, I'm not telling you that means that Cody will be a part of it or not. Like to Aaron's point, he's not really the elite. Like he's just sort of globbed on because hello, um, that's 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 <laughs> that's what he does. That's uh, that's his character. Um, it says cur- currently he is listed as a member. Not surprised. So, but, but I still don't know that that means that he's coming out with them next week, right? Like, I don't know how much any of this means. Um, I'm fine with this only to the extent that it's getting me the match that I want. I don't want anything more than that. I, I have no problem with these people always kind of winking and nodding at each other. Like, that part will never bother me. I, it's sort of what I say about Chris Jericho and MJF, right? Like, 
I, I will forever be all right with you guys sort of winking and, hey, we were kind of a thing, and, yeah, we can always go back to me. We can always be a... That's That, to me, how is how this works in professional wrestling, is you acknowledge that you've got a past, and you acknowledge that you could be friendly again, and that you are you could do things together that could serve a purpose. Um, I th- That's the only way that you can ever sort of exist within professional wrestling, is you can't eternally be a part of a stable. It, that can't work. What stable has ever existed for 20 years? Like, that, you can't do that. But you can always remind everybody that you've been friends and that you can be friends again when it benefits you or that the best of friends make the best of enemies. Like, all of those things are good storylines that work. I don't need a Bullet Club or a bastardized version of the Bullet Club or anything like that. I need these guys to wink and nod at each other and to interact with each other for just long enough that it spins off the match that I want. And I don't know when they're having another event that they say matters. I, 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 I'm guessing it's February. That's when they did one yeah, last presumably year. Presumably, right? it's been you know it was late February last if, year. If they need to wink and nod at each other for three weeks in order to set up um, the Bucks and the Brothers at that that whatever that February event is, I am happy to let them wink and nod at each other and. Uh, do two sweets and uh, the band and all that dumb shit just to get me to my match. If it's longer than that, if it's well, we're gonna be a faction for for three months and uh, now nope nope I'm nope not not gonna work. It doesn't. There's no way to make that work. I nobody wants that. You think you want that until you actually get it, and then you're like, no, 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 no. This isn't what I wanted it to be. This isn't the thing that it was before. The thing that I wa- that it was before, I loved. It's like ECW coming back. You don't fucking want that. You no. don't. You want the old ECW. You want the old Bullet Club. You want the old everything. You can't have that anymore. It's dead. It's over. I I, I was part of trying to bring WHFS back. It's dead. It's over. Stop it. Stop trying to do those things. We want the old feelings that we have. You can't get them back. We're old now. We have to acknowledge that as human beings. Don't give me that. Just give me winking and nodding and, hey, you guys, hey, how about that? And I actually thought that was why that segment worked is because it showed me the reluctance should help set this up to move it along quickly to get to the match that I want. Yes, I agree. That's fine. Well, Jesus, <laughs> that's a real letdown. <laughs> uh, well, I, I look. I, I guess here's here's what I'm saying. If they are doing the three to four months and it's not a three week thing. I would have liked a big moment where they were all in. That's all. I think now if I th- it's three weeks, I'm I'm good with it too. I think if this is like a program and there's a bunch of eight man, six Aaron, man, hang on a second, Aaron. Stuff, weren't they all in together? Garbage. They they were all in at the end of the night. They were. They all put the hands in together. There was a yeah, moment but, but there. Look at that. Look at look at like their faces as they're putting it up. It was a reluctant pull. Put it up. It's called storytelling. I mean, yeah, I understand I, that. But they that's actually tried, <laughs> right? No, I, and I'm just saying, as far as a story, if depending on where the story is going, I, you, you know, uh, going back to uh, when when the Shield reformed, and you had Dean Ambrose, he he was reluctant for a while, but when he was in, he did the you know the fist thing, I'm all in that sort of thing. If he had done it, where I was like, uh, kinda, it doesn't have the same impact. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, the, I think, I don't know, whatever. I, I, I just hope that's not it. That's all I'll keep saying. I hope that that's not what they're doing. And so, you know. There, there's a part of me that kind of thinks it might end up splitting the difference where it's not three weeks, but it's 
at that February pay-per-view, that's where it implodes. Yeah, I don't like that because there's not another pay-per-view for like three months. And that, right. like, again, this goes back to when you do the matches that matter, do them at a pay-per-view. Do them, if I'm getting Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers, do that at, a, at an event that matters. Make it something that matters. And try to make it's one impacts of... pay-per-view. Well, I mean, that's interesting. And actually, you know... I would it would make me want to yeah. watch Impact's pay per view, wouldn't it? You know, like by, it, by the way, um, at least we can trust them to do it the right way because the Bucks storyline is always yep, very straightforward. Always has made complete and total sense, and that's and, why and you know. That's, and honestly, that was the another because they're simply like, <laughs> oh God, are we doing another wishy washy Bucks thing? All right. All right, boys. Anybody got anything they want to plug this week? Oh wait, I do want to point out that they just posted that there's now ten teams in that. Um, tag team tournament they, and they're all accounted for so oh the dusty wait, wait, it's a not, 10 team tournament well there's 10 in it so maybe there's 12 but it hmm. says there are now 10 teams confirmed well then i would oh, think that it would so go up to 16. to 16 yeah yeah so 16 well i mean you you, how do you how have a single elimination tournament with 12, 12 teams no i guess you can't wow 16 is a lot They've had 16-team tournaments with But they have a women's one, too. <laughs> That's the weird... Like, I thought it would be 8-8 eight and eight because of the women's one. So here's who's confirmed. Jake Atlas and Swerve Scott, The Way, Grizzled Young Veterans, Ever-Rise, Undisputed Era, which is Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, Breezango, uh, Legato Del Fantasma, Imperium, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane, and Kurt Stallion and August Gray. I feel like the potential winner is still to be announced yeah, totally maybe. possible especially no because they love in this tournament they love the the mishmash team yeah 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 no doubt no doubt all right man um anybody want to plug something yeah uh com, and we're now on iHeartMedia, so you can get it for free wherever you're watching no longer have to go to sirius xm uh check it out com slash listen to find out all the ways to listen and of course if you're on uh, Xfinity, you have the app. We're on MSG Plus, I believe Nesson Plus, a bunch of places around the country. So check that out. Listen, uh, we survived 2020. We've been waiting for so long for 2021 to begin. And with the coming of January 2021, that means the Dunk Fetty Donut is back. Oh, God. Dunkin' Donut. <laughs> Hell yeah. God, I got to get me one of those. What is this it? This has been your best it, plug yet. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's what I don't understand. Why don't they make donut holes of those? Because they make the donut holes of the pumpkin ones, and they're almost, there's something about the density of it or something that I like the donut hole, or what do they call them, munchkins? Yes. I like the munchkins better, even if it's the same exact thing, and like you'd probably tell me they taste the same or whatever, but there's something about the consistency of it or something that I like better, but... I, I wish they they need to make munchkins of the Dunk Fetty, but just go get yourself a Dunk Fetty donut because they are awesome. If you want to do a show about this at some point, I stand by the idea that unless it's uh, filled with something or apple cider flavor, no donut will ever be better than a pastry. I stand by that. It's worthless, but I'm intrigued. Um, it is a cake donut. I, I, it is a cake donut. It is not a fluffy donut. It is a. a I, I think cake donuts are the best donuts in my opinion <sighs> the blueberry donut is a cake donut at duncan the pumpkin donut the apple cider donut they're all the cake donuts i i don't like the other ones as much we could do a whole show but i would like way, i would like to that, like cody point. rhodes does something yeah crazy, we just we just, we just make abandoned show it about food. no doubt no doubt 
All right, uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com, at AJ Francis 410 for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. Vent. AJ Francis, I am Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Hmm? Okay, me, jobbing out. <laughs> Cody's face was on the scrims. <laughs>